1: In hotel, that you one know. That's right. You know that would've been
2: really
4: nice, nice for the show. And for KG. KG's got his heart broken, I think.
2: You
4: with your mm-hmm. well, at least he
1: went for it. He did. Went all the way down to Florida. He did.
2: Yeah.
4: Guys, can we cut his mic when you come back? Cuddy. He can still babble on and on, but we don't have to hear it. Thanks. That's from Stephen Wildwood. Is that enough? <laughs> <laughs> Cutty's mic. I talk less... On the three hours of this show than I do on the one hour that is really like probably forty four minutes
1: yeah.
4: of balloon party. I do live reads, I read texts,
0: and then I just Well I don't sit on patiently. this show
1: I don't think you can keep up with a lot of the scientific discussions that we
0: have. You don't have the background. <laughs> oh, when you're talking space exploration, underwater Rescue. rescues, yeah, we're there. Dinosaurs,
4: aliens guys one was an accident and one was in a hot tub with a dueling pianist oh. come on pop a power bottom that's a Lance painter I believe that's carrying over the eight o'clock hours anal discussion if I'm not mistaken well, send, send your emails in the morning after it inside for our design air heating and cooling email of the day which comes your way in about a half hour uh, Doug I've got two sponsors here that I think will be wonderful treats for our audience. One is heavy smoke, and that's in St. Peter's at I-70 in the Cave Springs exit. Chris Schaefer is the uh, owner, and he is a three-time world champion uh, barbecue pit master. How do you do? Well, I'm fine. He's a great guy, too. Uh, Chris competes almost every weekend around the country in the biggest barbecue competitions if he were a Cardinal, he would be Albert Pools. Heavy smoke is right off. I-70 in St. Peter's at Cave Springs exit on the outer road. Chris's meat is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party your mouth has ever experienced. Homemade sides. He's a barbecue genius. Catering all at heavysmokebbq.com. It's I-70 and the Cave Springs exit in St. Peter's. Check it out and then drive to South City and wash it down with some Ted Drews. Mm-hmm. You can go to the South Grand mm-hmm. location or the Chippewa location. It's up to you.
2: Hey, Ted's last night. <clears throat> Did you really? I made the trip. What'd you get? Uh, hot Fudge Sunday.
1: Don't say Sunda. We've <laughs> been through this. Say Sunday.
2: Yeah I call it a Sunday
1: Hot Fudge Sunday. <laughs>
2: They so really enjoyed the Sunda thing. I, yeah, I hadn't you. been there in a
1: while. Why would you so... call it a Sundae?
2: You
4: just go there, Han Solo. Yeah,
1: just. Well, I felt like
2: a... I felt like some ice cream, and I, I'm getting tired of Dairy Queen. Uh, so yeah,
0: I'm gonna go to Ted Drews. <laughs> yeah, people love me there at Ted Drews. I get noticed quite a bit. It's no See, Really? You get oh, recognized at yeah. Ted Drews? If I hood, man, I'm five oh, yeah. minutes away. That's my neighborhood. I spend a lot of time mm. there, at Chippewa Hampton area. Um, And absolutely love Ted Drew. So no hop,
2: skip, and jump for me. I know, that was commitment. But it's worth it. Two locations there's the South Grand location,
4: which has been open since 1931, Uh, and then, of course, the Chippewa location. Cardinal Sin is uh, one of my wife's favorites. We also got the City Red when we were there a week ago today. As a matter of fact, following our TMA day at the ballpark, and that's Ted's delicious vanilla custard blended with maraschino cherries, coconut flakes,
2: and Dad's Scotch oatmeal cookie. Served as a concrete or as a sunda.
1: The stop saying sunda. <clears throat>
2: I should have got the Dad's oatmeal cookie. I don't even think about that. I just, said I just wanted a hot fudge sunda.
1: Stop it! It's Sunday.
2: No, it's not. It's Wednesday. Who says Wednesday.
0: Sunday?
2: I do because it's, it's not the name. They don't. They shouldn't name it after a day of the week. It's not even spelled the same way. So I just Tell say Sunday. That, Doug,
4: uh, how about this from Larry Thornton? Uh, I live in Cave Springs. Didn't know heavy smoke existed. Ordered it yesterday, and it is phenomenal. Is that right? I would not have known they were down the road if not for y'all. It's in our rotation now. That's from Larry Thornton. Yeah, it's yeah, good stuff. go out there. We got a
2: sales meeting at twelve thirty. How come that then? I got ideas.
0: You're gonna go to the sales meeting. What are you gonna what are you I, What's I, your proposal? I'll put some bets on that. <laughs>
2: Plowhawk sounds like he's shorting it.
0: I think you just
1: want a free lunch. <laughs> I mean. I think you just want the I free lunch. I don't think
2: lunch. there's lunch served at the meetings. Oh. I've only been to one. Does Plowstoner have a robe
4: on this morning? It's a cute little wrap. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Mr. 63011.
0: It's a little cardigan. It is it's a maroon cardigan. Uh-huh. I can unbutton it for a breezier day. I can completely take it off if I so choose to. Don't, don't... you
1: just roast when you go outside and it's 90 <laughs> degrees and you're wearing this sweater?
0: Doug, it's not even close to ninety. It's like sixty-five when I leave the house. Yeah, and it's not
2: exactly I can't, warm in here.
0: I can't dress for what the weather is gonna be eight hours. Well,
4: here you're gonna find out what the weather is gonna be. It's the wow. Paramount Men's Medical Center. <laughs> I'll be done. Strodecast. To eliminate problems in the bedroom, call three one four seven two zero. Eight two, one zero, and that's a free initial consultation, free first treatment, and a free gift. Uh, Iggy, what do we have for the Strodecast?
2: Uh, well, first day of summer. Summer soltice. Saltus. <laughs> summer solstice, correct.
0: Saltus. We'll Saltus. I'll just email them now. Do a Why? I'm kidding. Um, we, we make fun of the make
2: goods. But it's gonna be a nice day. A little different than yesterday because there will be cloud cover from here. You know, time to time, so you're not, uh, if you're going to play golf today or whatever, you're not going to be out in the sun for four and a half hours. It'll be little breaks in the clouds. Sure. So you can stay cool. But it's going to be about 87, 88 today and uh, a little bit of a breeze. Humidity is not so high today, so another day to get out and enjoy yourself. Whether you want to go to the pool, you want to play golf, you want to just go on a picnic, take a little walk.
1: Definitely
0: sweater weather. I
2: may do that today. I may go out to Creepcourt Park and just kind of walk through the woods.
0: We're going to Six Flags today. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, depending on... The time I get home, I think that's a, an option we're going to take. Grab our uh, platinum memberships. And
1: How many times will we get to Six Flags
0: over the summer? Ten, twelve.
2: Oh, God. God almighty. I, <laughs> I haven't been, I think I've been twice in my life. But
0: we pay $7 a month for the membership. Just think about that. Free parking, free drink. Those
2: are the dues. What was the downstroke?
0: <laughs> we're going and
4: seeing <laughs> gotta the, go. the people <laughs> get your, money, <laughs> what your money's that's worth. you got to go.
0: Being there but it's fun. We have a good time
4: there. Hey, man. I got to tell you, that boss, do you like, what's your favorite? You like Mr. Freeze. You've told I
0: like me. The Mr. Freeze. I like the boss. Because the boss
4: is a great roller coaster, but God, it really takes something out of you. It beats the hell out of oh, you. Does, I,
0: we yeah. don't do the wooden roller coasters until we leave. Is that, is that the, right? Oh, you can't. I feel like the Screaming Eagle,
4: you know,
2: it, it, it seems like it could go in any moment. That's yeah.
0: the
3: scary part about it. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> you,
0: That's go the that
2: one, you go around that one turn, you say, this thing's just yeah. going to go right yeah. off. I yeah. this thing's so old. Mm. It's just going to go right off the rails yeah.
1: here. I don't know if there still is. A sign actually warned you if you had back and neck problems, don't get on that. On oh, boss right. or Screaming
0: well, the screamin Eagle? Screaming oh. Eagle. I mean, you walk off of there, and it's like a thousand bee stings on the hand. That's yeah. like how your body feels. So, yeah, we usually hit the wooden ones last. But the log flume, Doug, very underrated. Yeah, I always like to do that them. at the beginning. Get yourself a nice little cool you know, down and, the then... Right. and
2: then a picture
0: at the end. Silken so Hoosiers, mm-hmm. they still do the pictures because girls oh, were taking they... their
2: tops off at the end of those and they stopped doing really? it.
0: Really? What's funny is you'll yeah. do the picture, but you'll see people try to take a photo on their phone of their picture to try to save money. And The workers are not yeah, pleased let's save with ten them.
4: bucks. Hey, Tim, I have some ideas, too. Can I come to your sales meeting uninvited? Thanks. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack, and his last name is
2: Demoff. Well, listen, Demoff, I think we're all invited to go if we want to go. I just never go.
1: You got other things going on.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a sales meeting for shows, and I'm part of a show, so if I had any ideas, I'm sure I could go to the meeting. Hey, Iggy wasn't invited. What are you doing here? But you know better than me, Demoff, so why don't you let me know if I'm invited next time?
4: Oh, gosh. Uh, Iggy, what's the Strode cast look like at 1 p.m. tomorrow at Gateway? That's from the Crystal City Clan member. you guys playing? Are you playing somebody? Steven Wildman? I don't I don't... You had a bunch of people who want to play you for yeah. a bunch of money.
2: I said Normandy. I, I would love to have you out there and, and play. Well, I'd have to call Sean. If he can comp me, I'll play.
1: What if he can't? I'm not playing. Oh, gosh. <laughs>
2: Look, you can Uh-oh. call it elitist or whatever you want to oh, call it. Defense. I don't care. That's That's I don't not,
0: <laughs> not a just, term I'm using.
2: I just don't want to pay for golf. I don't, and I'm not going to. So, so, so if I can play for free, then I'll play. I'm not going to pay to play golf. So say what you want. Who are you? A big shot? Some big wig Don't have to pay? No. I...
1: <laughs> Does it make you a big shot because you pay? I don't know play? what word.
2: I don't know what word I'm looking for. What word you would call it? I guess elitist would work. You think you're elitist, you don't have to pay uh, for golf. everybody has every- to pay. Well, yeah, not, not me. Everybody, but so not everybody me. So
1: is an elitist? <laughs> These damn rules follow.
2: am no, just call it what you want. I think I've been in this business long enough where I've built up relationships with people that I can play free golf. Huh. See, they don't like it out there. It's talking free golf.
0: It's way to the flush. What's going on?
2: No, it's... <laughs> I was talking to John Kioski before. I guess they're talking about me on The Point because I walked into the kitchen. John Kioski goes, I'm learning a lot about you today on The Point. No, they're talking about you on I The Point? Said, I said, The Point? He goes, yeah. You and hedonism? Resty,
4: ready, wow, what a great
2: moment for the market
4: manager. I <laughs> wish I would have been around for that conversation. I'll have to go. I'll go off
2: and listen to podcasts when I get home. No, I gave uh, Rafe. We were, I was in there the other day to, asking. Um, you were in their studio? No, in the uh, office. Uh, just talking to um, Riz about his Costa Rican trip. Asked him how it was. We were talking about Costa Rican. And, um, and then I mentioned where I always go. And Rafe goes, oh, i got to go with you one of those times. That sounds great. Rafe, want to go to hedonism? Yeah, it just sounded, it sounded great because I was on the nude side and we talked about swinging.
0: You didn't let him know these oh. are like 70-year-olds, right? Uh,
2: but at home I had this... Uh, he doesn't send me a bunch of these prize pack things and one of them is the backdrop when you check into Hedonism it's a beautiful mural of different colors and a couple of mermaids uh, coming up out of the water and they sent me this huge cloth (laughs) that uh, they sent me like five of them this huge cloth that's the same backdrop uh, as when you check in so I just gave it to him I said here we were talking about this the other day I don't know if you got a man cave or not but here so I guess he was talking about it on the show and they started talking about Hedonism I guess I didn't hear it but my Directv
0: is 230, 240 246. two thirty, two forty, two forty-six. I don't know. I like that you got a man cave with this mermaid mural. It's
2: kind of cool, actually. It's it's very pretty. So if you had a man cave, it'd be perfect behind the bar. Really? <laughs> I just gave it to him it's no big deal but I guess they talked about it on the air word vomit word vomit word vomit oh Make my god stop. I'm trying to tell a story we'll... <laughs> down. Yeah. when you're telling a story there would be word vomit you gotta have words in your story <laughs> Guys, uh, what do you want hours. me to say like a robot just
4: been one long hijack ramble session from Papa someone tell this geriatric to take a nap oh. it's from the green park oh. goblin what do you consider
2: word
0: vomit <laughs> I, <laughs> no. would, I wouldn't I wouldn't ask the listeners what, what should I say
2: I talked John Kiowski. He mentioned hedonism, point. That's it. That, that, you want me to stop the story there? No, go you got to have some context to it, oh, which short. means there's words involved. It
4: needs context. <laughs> oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the and Daily oh, yeah. Fantasy Sports Show. Oh, Iggy okay.
0: <laughs> got the box.
4: StLouisAccure.com. Iggy is coming off of a U.S. Open win. He picked Wyndham Clark Doug, it's a designated event. I mean, the Travelers, you probably remember 2017 when Jordan yeah. Spieth holed out from the bunker, stunning Daniel Berger. And, and where has Daniel Berger gone? I don't know. He's hurt. Yeah, he Poor is. Poor guy. Uh, so you're, you're seeing some big names make the trip across the country uh, to New Hampshire for the Travelers. And big time cash for an event that oftentimes... Features middle-tier players huh. uh, competing. Uh, the distance not necessarily as important at the Travelers as, say, at Los Angeles Country Club. Ken, you have the box. You guys ever been to New Hampshire? Yeah. Uh, you and me flew in there to cover the Cardinals World Series
2: against the Red Sox.
1: Oh, I guess that's the only time. I've been time. all around the
2: Eastern Seaport.
1: Seaport? <laughs> Is
2: it a port? Seaboard. Seaboard. He, You've, so uh, you have been to New Hampshire? Yeah, New Hampshire, Maine, Rhode Island. What are you doing up there? I have friends from Hito that live up there.
0: <laughs> oh, so. We're setting a Boston trip for next year. Popping I really want to go to Boston. You going to see a Swax game? I No, but I, I've heard being a tourist out there, there's a lot of fun things to do. Yeah, pretty Boston? Country, yeah, right? yeah pretty. Yeah, Boston's I'm great. Boston, but going to see Boston though. at some point in your life. It's nice. Yeah. So we're doing that next year, Doug. I'm excited. Hmm. All right, Iggy, you got the box. Yeah, you got the box. Uh, Let's see
4: what we got this week. Fun okay. week, Doug.
0: Fun week. Yeah.
2: I like my team this week, Doug. Um, length, no big deal. It's not. It's only playing 6,800 yards. What
4: stat did you weight uh, the most in your
2: algorithm? Uh, I I played scrambling because it's a it's a Pete Dye course. So even though there's uh, you don't need distance, and these guys are going to be hitting a lot of drivers. So fairways aren't going to be really tough, hitting three woods and four irons.
1: Maybe you could just tell. Uh, but you
2: miss fix. some of these uh, di- diabolical peat uh, die greens. You're going to need to scramble a little bit. Um, so I'm. I, this guy keeps staying under seven thousand. I'll play him every week. He stays under seven thousand. Oh, hold on! I want to see you. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm on the site. Who are you going to go with? Who's under? You
4: going homeless hubs? I am. Homeless Hobbs. I was kind of surprised. He's still under 7,000 yeah, I myself.
2: Mean, keep him under 7,000. The and guy's I think he's playing played good golf. well there, too. Yeah, he has in the past. So uh, it was okay. a no brainer for me for 6,900. He yeah. did well for me a couple be weeks
4: chalk. ago. Cheap chalk. Okay. Well, you know cheap chalk sometimes hurts. you know, cheap chalk.
1: You right, know right,
2: me. me, I'm all shocked. on a heater, man. Well, Plus, your pen. Really I got
4: right. Keegan Bradley. Not a bad play. Uh, he has played well there, Doug. He's kind of. Uh, we were talking about before the show. I feel like Keegan Bradley is like Emiliano Grillo, uh, in that he's got a wide delta. Uh, obviously, he can really strike the golf ball, but uh, putting can sometimes betray him. Okay. He's like a poor man's Scotty Scheffler. Is
2: he? Fun. Okay. Good striker of the golf ball, though. Doug.
1: They're all good strikers of the golf no, ball. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They wouldn't be on the tour if they weren't good strikers of the golf. you watch go- a that's, broadcast sometimes? That's word salad to listen say to he's a, a good striker g- of the golf ball. That's to absolute guys. word salad. Listen by. to the
2: the commentators. He's one of the best strikers of the golf ball on tour. He's an elite ball striker.
1: Yeah, well, then that's that's their word salad. Well,
2: they all agree with me.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
2: Uh, let's go into the seven thousands. I got a couple of no, guys in 7,000s. Uh, this is basically just because he plays well here. Um, not a long hitter, but he Brandon keeps it Todd? in the fairway. Uh, but he's played well last week. Uh, give us a the good
4: name. In, Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon. Boy, yeah, I see he's going to be super high on this Yeah, week. that's why I picked him. He is. uh, I have no clue. Well, I
2: mean, hey, he has played incredibly well here. Harmon and Russell Henley have played. This week it's basically because they played four weeks in a row, a lot of these guys. Um, you just pick guys that can come here maybe a little tired, but they've played well here in the past, and that'll get it through. So.
1: I just picked a guy because that's who my fingers landed on. <laughs> Xander Shelfley.
2: Wow. Well, Xander
4: had the incredible start to his week last week, Doug, at LACC. So fun to see Ricky Fowler shoot a 62. And then, no, about 20 minutes later, in comes Xander with his own 62. A record was broken, and 20 minutes later, it was, it was tied, but... Xander had problems on the weekend. Is he going to bounce back, or is he going to say, hey, maybe I'll play and then I'll head on home back to San Diego?
2: I believe he's a defending champion. He uh, has had success there. You are correct. He, uh, I think he – is he the defending champion? I think he won last year. Here. And
4: JT Poston finished
1: second. Is that right? I just don't the know. The Postman? I just don't. Uh,
2: another, guy's played. another guy's played well here, and um, – it's been kind of hit or miss this year, but uh, I'm looking for a bounce back for Russell Henley. Oh, my God. I stepped out of the batter's box and shipped it. You notice I got all H's so far.
1: Yes, I noticed that.
2: So fun. Triple H. Okay, Hunter Clousy, give me
1: the box. Okay, sorry to bother you with this. <laughs> I, didn't, it's just annoying. I, I know it's annoying. But... Oh, I got Austin Eckroot. Oh, my God, I called that shot, except it oh, was
4: good. you picking it out of the box and not Iggy picking it. Had a good week last week. He uh, went low. No. Was that Sunsbin on the front that he shot to 30, 29? Yeah, I
2: think he, he had a chance for 29. And maybe 28, I think he had a chance for if he birdied his last two holes. Okay, uh, Good pick, Doug. Well, it
1: was just a random pick, as they I all have. are.
2: Uh, I've I played him like four weeks in a row. He's just hes he got to be getting tired he plays worse every week, but he's made. He hasn't missed a cut all year. I will be think. I'm going with Sahith Nagala. I keep playing him until he wins. I like that boy. I liked
4: Wyndham last week. I like Sahith Thegala. I don't know if gala be is. It's he's probably high. owned by more
2: people than Clark. He's, like he's this, also priced higher. He's, he's like the 2023 version of Sung M. He like okay. plays every week.
4: Okay.
2: Sung Jaiem's off right now. I don't Where know what's going on
1: here. Out. John Rom.
4: Oh! Oh ten thousand eight hundred. He's got Rom at ten eight and Xander at ten four. This has now become quite a little roster out of the box. Fun to see, but he's gonna have to manage his prices yeah. the rest
2: of the way. Well Eckroth's gonna be low sevens and Bradley's 7, gonna be mid seventies, I would think.
1: Bradley seventy eight
2: hundred. Yeah. Uh now we'll get up into the tens here. Not quite the tens, but uh been playing well. I feel bad for him, uh, you know, missing in the playoff two weeks ago. But oh, he comes Tommy, out. Tommy. He comes out. I always like to look sometimes at guys that had a great f- final round the week before. Because a lot of times that will carry over to the next week. Shot 63 on Sunday. Ooh, who is it? Moved into a top five. I'm going with Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy,
4: Tommy, okay. Fleet, Fleet.
2: Fleetwood.
4: Okay.
1: Fleetwood. I, I think so.
2: Yeah, just pick the one you like.
1: I just picked that one that's that's right there. Oh
2: stuck together. Okay. I got I got you like that one or throw it back and take another one.
1: No, it's I can't it's Sun Sanjay M. Sanjay M.
2: Yeah, you may be eighty seven hundred. Yeah, you kinda you're gonna be kinda closer.
1: Uh he
3: can't you have to pick somebody else.
1: Okay, I'll throw him back. Pick someone lesser player than that. Okay.
3: You're gonna to wanna to be in the six eights. How
1: about old Eric Cole? Eric Cole? Dog, what a roster.
3: No, unfortunately, you're gonna only have sixty four hundred no. left. No. For the
1: last player?
3: Sixty four am hundred. I've only event?
1: picked four guys so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If I'm you, I'm getting rid of no, one Rom. Of them's shopping. Or, hey, one of
2: them's rum. That's yeah, so you have to get rid 000. of two thousand. I like Eric Cole. Play. I've only
1: picked four players. So I know,
3: no, that was your fifth. You should keep right, M and Cole. And I'm already
1: over at seventy. No, Ed?
3: no, you have you have sixty four hundred left to play with, and there's nobody in that box at sixty four hundred. Oh well, there you go. Doug. We got a non
4: starter in here.
3: So you could take out Keegs, who's probably too high priced at seventy eight. Okay, I'll take him out. He's okay. gonna win it, now. and you're keeping Cole. <laughs> I guess I'll keep Cole. All right. So now you have 7,100 okay. average remaining player
0: salary. Okay. So one more left with okay. seventy-one. We no, can do that. no. Two more left. Oh, 7,100. Your gotcha,
3: to, gotcha. Your
2: turn to pick, Doug. Okay. I got
1: 7,100 for the last two?
3: No. Average between the two. Bill.
2: 7,100. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> okay.
3: Don't yeah,
2: tell pick me. Yeah. Picks him minus 36. Oh, 6,700.
3: All right. Patton Kazire.
2: Welcome. Uh, he's Wardamn uh, Eagle.
3: Does yeah. that affect your judgment on that pick? He can pop up there usually.
2: Usually, he plays good in Hawaii, but no. <laughs> <laughs> he only
3: plays good in Hawaii. <laughs> he only play well in Hawaii.
0: I don't.
2: He starts it. off the year well in Hawaii, and then he plays like crap the rest of the year. But he teed ten at miles Bar. Okay. But
0: other than
2: that, other the than eleven Hawaii. at the MX. I got to bring my thing back up. Um, and this is just mainly. This is just basically he plays well here. Uh, Patrick Cantley. Okay. That's Cantley. the only reason.
1: Now, did you go over?
2: I think he's got four straight top 15s.
3: Did you go over?
1: Because you got some big names.
3: 7,500 is your magic number, Doug. No, I didn't go over. 7,500
1: is my magic number, Doug.
3: (laughs) That's where it all began. Unexpected love. (laughs) Okay. Seamus
1: power, James power, James power. Is, I I can pick up to seventy-five hundred. Yes,
0: sir. Closy the box. <laughs> Sorry, I'm answering an email about a s- commercial spots. I'm looking at my preview. Open, okay. oh, open your Okay. Open your box, boy. I can William.
1: hardly reach it. Just grab okay. one. Okay. <laughs> oh, Kevin Streelman, sixty-eight hundred.
3: Welcome to the club, Kevin. That'll do Kevin it. Kevin Strelman, Doug, a Duke guy, uh, not a long hitter.
4: Okay. Uh, maybe this is his time.
2: He's played. Uh, well. Twice in the last four years here, Doug. I think two top 15s the last four years. Okay.
1: Oh, well, that's who it is. I His
2: sarah has got a little gray.
1: That shouldn't affect his swing too much. <laughs> <laughs> it can't, it means he's getting
2: older. Well, I like my team. Maybe we'll play the, uh, we'll you play the 20. I always
1: like your team because you get to hand pick it. Put,
2: put Doug's in the $1 game and put mine in the uh, $20 millionaire. Yeah, million I maker. already
3: put it in the $5 one. Okay. Okay. Couldn't be sorrier. It's just kind of how we always do it, considering we never make money. No. Yeah. <laughs> Try to keep some money in the account. And the children are counting
1: on you. They know for me it's random. This one's for the children. Not not much children.
2: We have young adults that we can take care of, too. I don't think we take
1: care of any adults.
2: You nice well, we care make. Of we make money other ways.
4: I love watching this Monganass Daily Fantasy Sports Challenge every Wednesday. What does that say about me? What does that say about my life? That's from Manute Bull Eligible. Mm. Manute
1: bowl Eligible.
2: And hopefully you've been playing my teams the last few weeks.
4: No one plays your teams. Sick profit.
2: Well, not last week, but... Had the winner.
1: Yeah, well, I've had the winner a few times.
2: The week before, I had Fleetwood in the playoff.
4: Uh, Doug Jackson sent over this link called the do's and don'ts of golden showers.
3: Oh, Jackson. What kind of the the start of it is like a weird political commentary, and then it gets into
2: peeing on each other. I don't know what the do's could possibly be. Well,
3: former President Jair
4: Bolsonaro? Doug? President of what? Brazil. <laughs> a scene by many is Brazil's answer to former President Donald Trump. Vocally opposed to same sex marriage, the Brazilian ex-pres removed LGBTQ rights from the purview of the country's new human rights minister, referred to immigrants as, quote, the scum of the earth, and in his anti-choice and pro-gone. However, we do owe Bolsonaro one thing, and that's for tweeting, quote, What is a golden shower in March of 2019? Oh. What a tweet! How did I, I miss that one? As a standalone tweet, it occupies a wonderful intersection between Eddie Balls using social media and your mum overhearing a conversation at the Tesco checkout and surreptitiously whatsapping you for more information. Wow. That was such a European paragraph. Yeah. Yeah. Alas, as with everything, it turned out to be much darker than that. The tweet followed another also now deleted tweet, a video of a man having a Five knuckle shuffle before being pissed <laughs> on it? Real oh! Asian heroes carnival? No! The video is captioned. I don't feel comfortable showing it, but we have to expose the truth so the population can be aware and always set their priorities. This is what many street carnival groups have become in Brazil. Wow. This is a great story,
1: and it was not right. that great a story. All the news out there,
4: Jackson, this is what
1: you chose?
3: I thought it was pressing.
4: What is a golden shower? The, co- the, the column continues. Uh, Doug, for those in our audience who do not know, this is from vice.com. Boy, Jackson, it's like shutting down my computer. Oh, it should. <laughs> I, can't, I can't continue to open it. I guess you're going to have to read it. That's Apple's way of saying you don't need this I information. Really see this? I'm trying Move to. On. Now it's, it's Okay, first things first. What exactly constitutes piss play? Oh. <laughs> Simply put, it's the act of urinating on your sexual partner. Now, that can be anywhere over their body, on their chest, <laughs> on their face, in their mouth, or orifices. Uh, otherwise known as your affiliate. It's definitely on the kinkier side. Oh, we we don't kink, shame. Uh, Yes, we do. Mm I do. Uh, Now, what to do if you're going to have a golden shower? Plan. Plan Man, for those of you Don't eat asparagus regularly anally penetrated. What a sentence. I oh, just
1: God, <laughs> Jackson. Did you pre-read this? Absolutely.
4: The need to plan will not come as a surprise for the tops among us. Uh, <laughs> so now, we're not, now we're not talking to our audience. <laughs> yeah. Planning, I found out far too late in my sexual career, is very important. Always do water sports somewhere with A, a drain, <laughs> B, using training pads. Training pads. Training pads? <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Tara Lacey says it'll ruin your hardwood floors if you don't. Towel's not sufficient. Tara Lacey. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Who wants to be Tara Lacey?
1: The- not me. <laughs> I thought
2: you were preparing your body or you're preparing your house. What a wonderful column!
1: Yeah, it's a horrible column.
4: Yeah, don't do it in your bed. Adds golden shower enthusiast Barbara. <laughs> He's an enthusiast, chief. <laughs> well, these quotes are so so real. Again, I want to read that again. Quote: Yeah, don't do it in your bed. End quote. And adds so golden obvious. shower enthusiast Barbara. No name. <laughs> Refuse to it's use her Barbara, last name. Who wants to be golden shower enthusiast Barbara in the text inbox? Why don't you do what you're supposed to do? It like in the toilet. Uh, Barbara goes on to say, no one wants to sleep in a toilet unless that's your thing. See, that's great. Barbara doesn't care. Yeah, Whose thing would that be? She's answering my question before I get her. On? On? I asked her. Uh, in which case, stream away, pals. Barbara, fun. Gosh, how desperate are people?
1: <laughs> what? What do you mean, what? <laughs> I mean, how stupid are people? Really stupid is the answer to that.
2: Doug, we don't kink-shame. I do, absolutely. If that's somebody's kink, more power to him. No, I'm no. I'm sure the Brazilian president didn't like it since he banned gay-sex marriages. He's same-sex marriages. Well, sure everybody did happy in this country for a while. Joe showers. Biden was
1: very much against it, too. Gave a speech about it until he decided there was more votes in not saying that and changed his opinion 180 <laughs> well, degrees. Well, I'm not getting
2: into politics. I'm just saying the guy should have a problem with golden showers. If he doesn't want same-sex marriage, I and mean, he got knuckle sandwiches going on at his... Knuckle sandwiches? Uh, five knuckle shuffle And <laughs> <laughs> his parade... My computer is dug. It's been frozen. I'm pros. sure it won't. Yeah, ah, you got viruses. Probably got now. some viruses on there by now. I mean, I'll, I'll read another passage.
3: <laughs> Jackson's going to read more. Why don't you save it for balloon party? That'd be. I think that'd be great segment three content. But here, I'll just read this one last passage. It's fine to piss on slash in someone after drinking 12 or so fruity cocktails, offers Lacey. But having drank 12 or so free cocktails, you may be enticed to engage in water sports in a not-so-ideal place, such as the stairwell of an apartment complex in Sicily. Oh, I agree. Thank goodness it's warm enough that everything dried quickly. Mm. Wouldn't
1: the shower be the place to do that, just so you don't have to deal with the mess and everything?
2: Yeah, yeah, but then you really can't feel it because you got the shower coming, the water from the shower nozzle coming down, too. Oh, I would think the whole point of that is to feel the
1: well. Step urine away from the shower nozzle for a moment, <laughs> and then you can not have to deal with the cleanup.
2: So here's, you're telling people how they should have golden showers. Yeah,
1: here's something. Well, what I am think. I doing, giving people <laughs> advice like that?
2: You could be in this article. Here's one of the Doug dudes. says use a shower. Remember, you are what you eat. So what I that. said?
3: It's um, a bad idea after you've uh, drunk coffee, eaten asparagus, or a lot of kale, and definitely after beetroot.
1: Beetroot. beetroot? Who beetroot. eats that? I don't
3: know. Lacey, apparently.
2: Yeah, I thought that's what this Barbara? was about. Could be Barbara. I said preparing yourself. I said, yeah, just don't eat asparagus. I would think. Yeah, the brine.
3: Ugh, some of this gets kind of nasty. I thought you read it. Well, I didn't read past. Uh, Remember, you are what you eat, because I thought that was the uh, the gold standard of the article. You know, we talk about asparagus brine often on this show. Gosh.
2: I don't get it, but to each their own. I'm not right. going to king shame anybody. But yeah.
3: you think it's like I, a, I will. it's a it's a dominance thing.
2: I mean... I assume that's what it's about.
3: Yeah. Or, like, also, like, a little bit of a humiliation thing. Like, oh, I'm covered in urine. Yeah, most, <laughs> most people wash <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Most people wash their hands. And eyes. you don't
3: think that should be shamed? Well, no, if that gets you going, you know, if that blows your hair back, who am I to say stop? Because it's vile. Yeah, but, you know.
2: There's a lot of things sexual that are vile. Yeah. But it turns people on, some of it.
3: Well t- too bad. I mean too bad. Too bad. Some of it's also illegal. Right. If it's illegal, so we, but there's nothing illegal about a golden shower.
2: A bit off. What's illegal about some of the kinks that we talk about? Nothing. I I'm know. not talking about bestiality. Oh. That's not a kink. That's against the law and is gross.
1: All right. Some Under of these other people ones, like, is certainly illegal to jail. Find,
2: I may f- well it's not a kink. It's Which again could be. it's against the law.
1: It could be, yeah. No, so I should a, be shamed.
2: That's a sickness. Yeah, if you're just going to pee on and it, turns you on that, so be it. You're not hurting anybody except your bed and your walls and your floor if <laughs> you don't the cover shower. them up.
3: Or, Iggy, you've been peed on now,
2: you know, yeah, not not on purpose.
1: Oh, that's right, in the bushes. <laughs> Twice.
2: Yeah. So, I guess I've had a golden shower. That was like shower. a trial run. <laughs> i had a golden shower a couple of times. You must I guess, be an enthusiast. Were you soft? Wasn't, wasn't part of my kink, I was hiding. <laughs>
3: It was a good conversation.
2: Mm. Gen Z prefer watching
4: live sports on the go rather than viewing it at home or in a bar because it's more convenient. A poll of 500 sports fans found 80% of those aged 18 to 26 will typically watch sport from their mobile phone while out and about. Of those Gen Zers who generally consume games on their phone, 54% say it's more accessible. Then other devices, while a further 38% claim it's how they access all their content. It also merged 74% of young adults also got most of their sports content from social media more than any other generation, with 65% of millennials doing this. However, the study commissioned by, Doug, is this Wizard? I don't know who it is. And conducted by one poll also found the love of live sports seems to be dying out among younger generations With just 58% of Gen Zs enjoying it, sitting down to watch a full game live, could become a rare occurrence as the younger generation of viewers demand short-form snappy content, with younger viewers favoring watching highlights, 23%, and 17% opting to watch a game after it aired on their own time via catching up. Quote, there is a drastic shift. Now, the younger demographics are interacting with and consuming sports content, said Pino Barilli, head of sport. Who the hell is he?
1: Head of sport, USA. That's just his title, head Uh, of sport? USA. That makes him in charge of all sports in the country? Water sports. Teehee.
4: Head of sport. That's what I read. This is the New York Post. It said, Pino Barilli, head of sport, USA. <laughs> yeah, I don't huge... like the title.
0: Right up there and knows all the knowledge. Can you imagine introducing yourself as that? Like an interview? Head of sport. Hi, I'm Darren. Call head of USA. Head of sport, USA. <laughs>
4: To truly keep these fans engaged, broadcasters must adapt their content for the younger generation's viewing habits. Millennials and Gen Z want shorter, snappier content they can watch on the go. But that is rich with AR graphics, real-time data, and exciting analysis to feel fully immersed in the game. Watching live sports in bars could soon become... Do you have a problem with it being sport instead of sports?
0: I do. I have a big problem with it. <laughs> that guy doesn't know sport. And he <laughs> says these
1: people are on the go. Where are they on the go, too? Most of them are sitting on the couch. His sporting event. That's right. No, you don't go, it says.
4: Could soon be a thing of the past with only 1% of Gen Z watching by going to the bar. The report reveals that all generations of fans prefer to watch sport at home alone. 43% Gen Z, 32% Millennials, 25% Gen Z. Is that right? Huh. Well, They're... I do. I prefer to watch. But, like, your wife or your kids can be there, right? Yeah, that's all yeah, right. Yeah, but at home
2: alone, that's how I take it. I mean, like, alone alone. Where's this article from? They're not using S's.
3: <laughs> to your post. To be fair, my degree is a degree in sport management. It's not sports management. Are you Pino Barilli, head of uh, sport, yeah. USA? I am, and also St. Louis Starpex. Yep.
0: And don't forget Oof. you went to journal school. Yeah, I did not. There's also oh, a downward yeah, trend of talk.
4: engagement for football viewership, with only 29% of Gen Z and 30% of millennials listing football as their preferred sport to watch versus 39% of Gen Z. The sports they're opting to watch instead are basketball, soccer, and athletics. Athletics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's the Oakland days. This like the first stop, what
1: in the hell am I reading? I, I stopped reading it.
3: It's a good article. There's just like a couple things in there that are strange. Is it written by a, a British gentleman for the New York Post? I wouldn't be surprised if this was an AI writing situation. Oh, we got AI writing now? I, I'm not like, I don't know for sure, but it would not surprise me just based, because it's like plug and play information, you know. This is like exactly <laughs> the kind of thing.
2: Well, it sounds English. That's what they say. They wouldn't say, Jimmy, you want to play football? Jimmy, you want to play hockey? Jimmy, do you want to play athletics? Nice. Yeah, actually,
3: it's written, look at the author, it's by S-W-N-S. Uh-oh. Who is that? And then you click on their RSS feed, and it's just like code. Very, Doug, would you say very sus? I, it's, I think it's sus. All of the, and all their articles are polls. So, yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh, like feed. Gallup
4: polls, probably. Yeah, Powell's. actually, this
3: is George Gallup. He writes under S-W-N-S, and he's the head of sport.
0: I bet George Gallup is hung, dude. Why would you say that? What do you think? <laughs> got guy that had his own pole named after him? Well, he not, started just... the company. What about Penske's pole?
4: Pesky's pole. That's yeah. why I said. Fenway Park. Pesky's pole. Pesky. I had to sit behind it for the 2004
3: World Series. Are you sure it's not Penske? It's Johnny Pesky. So. Am I thinking of the Penske file? George Penske is the
1: out. auto racing family.
3: Johnny Pesky. Roger Penske. Joe Pesci. Dipped in this gulp. Is, Correct.
1: This is Johnny Pesky, who delayed... When, uh, was it Enos Slaughter running around dash. the bases? Yeah. You know, 1946 World Series. He was the shortstop. Held the ball for just an instant. And then Merkel's boner. A mm. different, different thing completely.
2: Oh, more, <laughs> more than an instant. Enos Slaughter wasn't that fast.
1: Yes, he was. He was very fast.
2: <laughs> Not that fast to go from first to home on a single?
1: Well, I think he was, like, going, running with the pitch. And Harry the Hat Walker
3: got the base hit, like, to left center. Why was he the hat?
1: I don't know, but that's what they call
3: them. Whenever I hear old so stories, so Slaughter about just
1: kept running. He was very fast.
3: It sounds like like Jack and the Beanstalk kind of tales. Like they have ridiculous names. Uh, the video is always weird. This was 1946. Okay, that's not that old. When was Oil Can Boyd playing? Uh, 1986 Red Sox. Oh, eighties. Oh, okay. What about Mordecai three finger brown? Uh, that's going way back okay. there. That's more like what I think of like.
4: What about Antonio six finger Alf and Sega, Doug? <laughs> that's not he going he that far back He had six fingers? He did. Wow. Yeah, he would like kind of hang out in the Cubs locker room to try and get, sneak a peek.
3: And he had six fingers? <laughs> he did. Is he like just a guy? He was, he was our closer. You no. Know, and he would just creep around the
2: clubhouse? Well, I mean, he was on the team as right. the closer.
3: Uh, I was confused.
2: Who's a football player who's got no fingers? Shaq Griffin,
3: the Griffin, uh,
2: they're, yeah. they're twins, right? Oh,
3: yeah, there's Shaq and.
2: No, no there's, there's a football player guy. Fireworks. Oh, Jason Pierre-Paul. No yeah, yeah he's a, a bunch of fingers.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the designer eating
4: and cooling email of the day. I'm mad today. Mad at Tim's beard because it covers part of his incredible face. I too have been involved with accidental anal, but mm. I wasn't giving. I was receiving. Six Flags, and it was hot as Hades. I got a sunda. But it didn't cool me down. So I went to the seaport area by the log flume. (laughs) The attendant said, if you are single, I'll ride with you. Time for me to cool off anyway. It started innocent enough. But doesn't it always? As we started to climb, he handed me a plastic bag with his khakis put away tight. Next came the biggest splash of my life. He slid inside me with a centrifugal force never seen before. With it being my first time, it was such a tight fit, we ended up stuck together, and the other attendants had to disengage our sticky bodies. Then it was like a fireman's hose just flying around and spraying in all directions. That's from Jumbon, and then the last name is Mavinger. Jumbon Mavinger. South African. How do my fingers smell after dragging them around the honey hole of the public toilet? That little spot at the 12 o'clock that collects the sprinkles of dried mud after boys wipe front to back, as well as brine-glazed shrubs. Ooh-la-la. It was hot, so he took his hanky and dabbed the sweat from my brow and the urine from my mouth. That vegetable broth was erotically seasoned with garlic powder, paprika, and toasted fennel seeds that mm. were ground down into a mortar and pestle. Except, instead of instead of a pestle, he used his gently used butt plug that had also been seasoned with love, which peppered my chest as Zane hovered above me, allowing me to siphon that kidney water straight from the source. For what is that brown leak? I'll make you a deal for that oatmeal, Doug. Thanks. Yachty, question of the day. Sexiest movie villain of all time, a.k.a. Jimmy Stronglegs, And it's a picture of a very thin producer, Joe. You look so funny. Jimmy
1: Strong. It's <laughs> like a
3: picnic table. Uh, uh,
1: Joe was almost plowsy skinny there.
4: Yeah, he really was. Oh, my God. Good morning. This is my first time riding in, so I'm a little nervous, but I needed to get something off my chest. Last year, I went on vacation to Gulf Shores. I took Highway 569 the whole way there. I know not a lot of people are familiar with this route, but it exists, and it's uh, honestly the best way to get there. Trust me. Anyway, while I was on my solo vacation, I went scuba diving. I had never done this before, but it's pretty simple. While I was diving behind a rock, I discovered a large box full of illegal drugs. Mm. I should have turned it in, but I kept them all to myself. Switching gears here, I'm looking to bring in some extra cash for the summer. If anyone is looking for someone to follow them around while they're trying to golf and do absolutely nothing else, I'll do it for the low price of $200 an hour. Thanks. That's from Thirsty for Rick. Yeah.
2: Thirsty for Rick. Pretty poor your first attempt, buddy.
4: young. No one, and I mean no one thinks begging for free golf on the radio qualifies as quote-unquote elitist. The words you're looking for are actually quote-unquote pathetic, quote-unquote borderline depressing. You leather eggplant pouch. Good Lord. No promo for you today, only emails. Hey, Colts fans, send me your predictions for the Pacers pick at number seven. To Negril111 at AOL.com It's your number one Asian intern, Brian Henshin Hey, Tim, since it's apparently a go-ahead-and-invite-yourself event I'll see you at today's sales meeting I'll be the Asian one oh. <laughs> Brian Henshin Look, I'm tired of Jackson and all his buddies coming in and peacocking around a show Eating the most wings, biggest nerfs, brownest shirt Living in the Hoosier estate, banging Jackson The list goes on and on I'm throwing down a challenge. My nips are bigger than oatmeal's, and that's all there is to it. It's about time we take Jackson's boys down a notch. Everybody who's interested in the challenge, post your boy nerps on the fan page with a ruler to show their true size. I need to see the areola width and actual nip length. If oatmeal has any stones at all, we will finally see these pancakes. Gotta scoot. That's some Doug's microphone shadow. Doug's microphone shadow. Is oatmeal on the TMA fan page, Jackson? Hell no. All right, everyone, here's the plan. Let's attach that steel cable to a cargo plane and wrap it around the wreckage of the Titanic. Hold on, that's stupid. We'll need two cargo planes. Yeah, that's it, take it. We'll wrap two steel cables around the wreckage and connect them to two very slow and bulky cargo planes. The planes will take off and drag the brittle debris off the ocean floor. Brilliant. I know the wreckage is nearly three miles deep, but this is the only way. Wait, 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 wait. That won't work. What we really need is 50 drones. Yeah, that's it. 50 extremely lightweight plastic drones weighing only roughly 6 pounds altogether. Now we're getting somewhere. 50 drones and 50 steel cables, each measuring several miles long to be wrapped around metal that's been rusting away since 1912. I realize it sounds like this plan was made up by an anorexic lesbian fellow who is so high on drugs that he doesn't know the difference between the word genre and generation. But it's the best idea we've got. Now, let's talk about why we are tackling this monumental task. Like every shipwreck, there's probably a bunch of morphine down there that we can salvage. Useless 113-year-old morphine that's lost its potency a century ago. We could even hoard the little bottles in our one-room shanty in case we ever need to verify a cute little story about Teddy Tucker's shipwrecks. And this is Successful. And if this is successful, we'll be one step closer to figuring out how to hook Missouri up to the back of a semi so we can finally move the whole state to the middle of the ocean. Thanks. That's from the JV Golf Coach. JV Golf Coach. And finally, the show show advanced yesterday when Iggy derailed the live read by complaining about the order by which Tim introduced the members of the presentation when returning from break. What started as an attempt to tee up Iggy for the Strode cast quickly deviated into a flashback to Tim's teenage years as he compared Iggy to a psycho high school girlfriend. With the poise of Edward R. Murrow, Tim figuratively fingered his insecure, mm. jealous co-host and moved on with the live read. We have an update on the missing submersible coming from Kurt Loder of MTV News. The tapping sound turned out to be coming from the men's room on the Titanic. Apparently, it's a hot spot for closeted gay men to hook up underwater. Oh. You see, they post up in the stalls next to each other until one gentleman extends his foot under the divider and taps the foot of his vicarious neighbor. The only problem is that it was the K. In this case, it turned out to be an undercover pirate. I knew it was kind of a no-no, but there was not a rule saying it can't happen. There's not a law saying I'm going to jail for doing something like this in international waters. The submersible crew is being held for ransom in the brig until someone can get down there and pay off the pirates in morphine or a vial of Leona Helmsley's ass juice? Oh Doug, that's Buck Swope, and that's what we have. Buck Swope. Nice. For the design air heating and cooling email of the day. Show me what you got, little mama. Uh, Show me what you got, little lady. Show me what you got, short eh. I
1: think the... Some were vile. I think the best was probably Jimmy Legs.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I thought.
4: You like the producer Joe pick.
1: Mm-hmm. I like pictures that, that accompany well. the emails. Iggy, you awake?
2: Yeah, I was just reading. It says, some historians have condemned the expedition to raise this ship as nothing short of grave robbing. Okay, so somebody was trying to raise it.
0: 13,000. Stopped. Can we find we got a guy? We Party Voice. Yeah. I'm going with tension. I actually am going with Doug's microphone, Shadow Plowhawk. I'll go with Doug's pick, whatever he did. <laughs> Jimmy strong, strong legs. Strong okay, legs. He's won it. the designer heating
4: and cooling <laughs> email today. Doug, uh, Jackson and I got to go down the hallway. We're going to get our asses ripped for an hour. You can okay. flip over to listen to it and get four pack of tickets to the Cardinals Bud Bash against the Astros next Tuesday by sending in the best text. Uh, time friend. that's uh, the uh, air comfort service text line down the hallway uh, on uh, 101 ESPN. Time for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth. Thank you, Remember that, Kevin, Douglas, and Bonham. It's been right. good one from the Global studio.